I notice a time, like I put Finn down to bed and then it's like, okay, um, I sit on the porch at night and I usually, I have a little snack. And then sometimes I ask myself, like, do I need that snack or am I full? Like even just asking yourself, are you full? But, but I get, I think that excitement of like, oh, I'm done with parenting for the day. I can sit down and now finally have some time to myself and relax. And I, just the other night I asked myself like, oh, am I really hungry? Um, and then I was like, no, just take the water to the porch and just sit down because I'm not hungry. I was like, okay, good. Welcome to the Yogi Triathlete Podcast. We are Jess and BJ, the hosts of this podcast and honored stewards of the holistic performance coaching brand that is Yogi Triathlete. Through this entity, we are able to offer endurance training, mindset training, podcasts, yoga retreats and adventures, yoga classes, and the high vibrational offering of plant-based nutrition consulting offered through our dear friend in nutrition whiz, Linda Lang. Linda is a whole food, plant-based chef, recipe developer, food editor, and certified health coach from the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. She is passionate about whole food, plant-based nutrition, fitness, and mindfulness. Linda has been in the vegan publishing and recipe development space for over a decade. She has had the pleasure of working on cookbooks such as The Plant Pirate Way by Rich Roll and Julie Pyatt, Self Magazine Drop 10 Cookbook, Dining at the Ravens, Treasured Recipes from the Stanford Inn Vegan Resort, and the Yogi Triathlete Cookbook. Her most recent work includes No Meat Athlete, Health Made Simple Meal Plan, Mississippi Vegans YouTube cooking channel, and website. You have heard Linda on the show before, and if you haven't checked out those episodes, see the show notes for links to listen in. As previously mentioned, Linda didn't just work on the Yogi Triathlete Cookbook. She was instrumental in assisting us in completing the book at a time in our lives when we really needed help. Linda was then and continues to be in service as she assists us with this podcast and the athletes in the community with their overall health and nutrition. It was time to bring this shining light back to the forefront to dish on all things plants, mindset, and life. And so we'll see what we get into within this next hour. Linda, welcome to the show. Thank you guys for having me back. It's always a treat to be with you guys and spend some time together just chatting about good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good stuff. Um, Being in service for us, you know, helping us with the the podcast and and being um, engaging with our uh, guest list, you know, what is it like for you? You haven't been immersed into the triathlon world like we have, but what is it like being uh, being exposed to these professional athletes and and guests and doctors and um, and maybe you have a favorite that you have um, been in communication with recently. Yeah, I love it. You know, at first I was like, "Who are these people?" And I don't know anything about this world. And but then you know, social media is great, and I you know had to reach out to these guests and these professional triathletes and. I got into it and I was like, oh, I just love this. And I love watching them perform and what they're doing, what they're eating. And it's just kind of there. It's fun to watch people doing something they love, whether it's, you know, triathlon or something else. And you just feel that energy. So, you know, I quickly learned like top women, top men in triathlon. I have, um, 
some of my favorites like Sam Long, love watching him, love following him. Um, yeah, like just, you know, just dove me right into the world, which I'm not part of, but, you know, makes me think, mm-hmm. makes me think about, you know, I don't know that a triathlon's in my future, but maybe, um, maybe something. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I'm not closed off to it. Can I do the seventy free trial? Do you need to take a pause? <laughs> That's no, okay. Let's keep rolling. I, okay. I I can totally tell the audience that I'm a mom with an eight year old at home in the summer, and he had camp half day, and now he's home. But um, I'm good. He's all set. <laughs> okay, perfect. So <laughs> this is real can... life. Real life. Um, <laughs> real life happening live. Right. Yeah, and that ha- you know that happens. Like we have. Who is it? Uh, like Corey Belmore that we interviewed like before and he's like, oh, I've got this dog. Like the dog might bark because it barks when the cars go by. And we're like, that's fine. Like let her bark. And yeah. um, same thing with uh, with Jason West, who we just had on uh, talking about his dogs. And um, what has been like, what has been one guest that's, re- I know you said you love Sam Long, but anyone mm-hmm. that you've really, uh, besides Sam, that you've really kind of been watching or uh, something that you've taken away from this this life of endurance sports, whether it was one of the runners we had on or... Oh, yeah. I mean, so many. One that comes top of mind right now is Mike Riley and his career and how... Uh, what a beautiful soul to be um, helping, you know, helping people cross that finish line and just the power of your words. Like, you are an Ironman and... I listened to that one a few times. I, I just, there's so, such beautiful things happening in that world of sport besides actual, the actual race day. There's a lot of stories behind the scenes. And then all the, the brands that we've talked about, like Bill from um, Athletic Brewing and his start. Um, what's the cream that we, we had on? Um, Squirrel's Nut Butter. Love that story about helping helping their son with eczema and then starting a business. So I think, you know, people can really connect to a story and, you know, you guys bring it to life. You bring those stories to life and it's, it's been a beautiful journey to help behind the scenes. I remember walking when you were asking for someone to help. And it was in the middle of winter and I was, I would walk, it was probably during COVID and I was walking and I was like, I think I need to reach out to them and say, I'll be able to help. And I thought about it. I said, don't rush right away. Think about it, sleep on it and then text you guys the next day. And I did. And it's been a great ride. (laughs) It's been fun. And we're so grateful to you. Like, you know, I'm at a point now where, uh, gosh, by the time this, our our audience maybe maybe rolling eyes at this point, but by the time this podcast launches, I cannot imagine that the book won't be published because we do have the final, 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 final in our hands right now. And you stepping in and helping us was monumental in my ability to to finish that book. Um, 
it was monumental. And I, cause as you know, how much it takes to book the podcast, you know, do the follow-ups, keep track of everything, get the pictures, say the thank yous. And then also like, you're just connecting with these people. And so sometimes there's little conversations that happen and yeah, it's, it's, it's wonderful. So we can't thank you enough. And of course the Yogi Triathlete Cookbook has been in the homes of so many people and you were instrumental in helping us realize that there is actually a code that goes along with like cookbook format. You were like, okay, first thing, I think we need to put this in cookbook format. I'm like, what? I have no idea what that is, but yes, please. Thank you. (laughs) Prep time, cook time, yield time, right? All those (laughs) servings. How many servings? <laughs> I love it. Um, so yeah, okay. So we're in the heat of summer, although it looks like right now in New Jersey, you, it looks a little overcast, maybe a little bit cool. Yeah. Um, tell us some of your uh, like your top summer meal ideas as well. This will be launching later this month, so August, like end of the summer, easy meal ideas is as parents are getting ready for the kids to go back to the school or, you know, even, um, couples that don't have kids, but they have busy lives and training schedules and things like that. What are some of your favorites? Well, summer just gives us so much to play with. Uh, so I, I mean, when I think of summer, I think of the tomatoes, I think of fresh herbs. Um, I love just getting heirloom tomatoes or whatever tomatoes are, you know, in your garden or at the farmer's market, slicing them up with plenty of fun salt and putting it on like a really beautiful piece of toasted bread, maybe with some hummus um, and some fresh basil. Great little snack could be part of a dinner. Um, So tomatoes are like one of my first summer favorites. And then... um, then, you know, with, with busy schedules in summer, sometimes it's hard to, or, or training or whatever you're doing, it's hard to kind of make a huge meal. So kind of maybe get the meal, big summer meal off the table, and maybe it's just a quick smoothie bowl, or it's a smoothie for breakfast, or if you're running here or there and you need some nutrition, it's always nice to like, sometimes I'm so tired, uh, after my other job that, which we'll talk about maybe a little bit. And I've been around food all day that I don't want to cook anything for dinner. So I will have a smoothie for dinner and that just hits all the spots. And it's, there's kale in there, there's berries, there's lots of different nuts and seeds sometimes, or whatever I have on hand cleaning out. So my smoothie dinner has always served me well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then, you know, forget about turning the stove on, turning the oven on, um, and just kind of have leftovers, maybe room temperature. So the other night we took Finn to the pool and it was like a mad dash from work and then figure something out. We knew we were going to be there late. So I'm like, okay, let me throw together some bowls of rice and, rice and veggies that were left over in the fridge and fresh greens and then whatever else, literally whatever else was in front of me. So I had basil, I had fresh greens, cucumbers, carrots on top of leftover rice and leftover veggies. Mm. 
and a new fun green sauce that we're going to share with you in the show notes. Oh, mm. I, I was thinking, I was like, so, we need sauce, Linda. What's the sauce? Thought, that was the sauce. And that was left over in the fridge too. So that was all ready in two minutes. Awesome. Okay. So you're going to give us the recipe for the sauce. Yeah. We'll put it. Okay. It's awesome. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, you're the, she's always full of gifts. <laughs> I is, love it. What do you do in a, I, I do want to talk about food, but you just sparked something like what, what's your go-to order out? Like, so you said you were like, um, immersed my with food all order, day. Yeah, yeah, my go-to order out. Um, gosh, you know, I don't do it that often, but <laughs> that's good. Um, it's well, Finn loves Chinese food, so we'll do we'll do like edamame, vegetables, um, rice. Um, yeah, that's usually there. Or sushi. I'll pick up sushi at the, the Whole Foods or Whole Foods Hot Bar. So something like that. Um, and then we have some of our favorite places in town. But yeah, mostly just kind of hacking it together at home. or picking up very limited takeout so I know what's in it. So that's that. So- one of the things I love to do is, um, like, I'll go to the Whole Foods salad bar and I'll just get a bunch of toppings. Yes. And then, you know, if you've got your greens or your lettuce at home, and then you just have a couple days worth of like awesome toppings to to put mm-hmm. on your salad and just work that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, really keep it simple. Keep it simple and. You know, I've been doing, um, commuting has given me some time to just listen to some meditations on the train. And I've been listening to a lot of Louise Hay, which I, who I love. And she's always talking about, you know, fueling your body, giving self, like caring for yourself, caring for your body, giving yourself, loving yourself enough to eat fresh foods and vegetables and fruits and drink a lot of water and just, you know, reminding yourself those very basics. So it doesn't have to look like the salad or anything you see on Instagram, you know, that's really fancy. It can really be something so simple. Um, yet knowing that you want to eat real food, um, and then don't beat yourself up if you have, you know, that chip attack or <laughs> weak moment of, oh gosh, I'm stressed. I need these, like, even if they're healthier vegan chips, um, you know, that's okay. Moving on. I, I love how you, uh, you phrase it as the chip attack. Like the chips are attacking you. You're not attacking <laughs> the do. chips. They really do. <laughs> You also said chip, like one chip. It never stops. It never ends at one I know, chip. I, know, I try to, I try to um, portion control. So I'm like, all right, if you're going to have the chips, take the handful, put it on the plate, then close that bag, put it high up, like way high. So it's hard to get to next time. Um, and then just eat and really enjoy that handful with whatever, you know, healthy food you're having with it. And, and that's great. There's, there's your portion control. So, well, let's talk a little bit about mindset around food. You know, um, this is definitely like a a hot topic. Um, Some kind of, you know, 
Guilt can come in if, you know, the chips attack you or, um, or maybe like, oh, I ate too much at dinner. Like I had, like, I knew I was full, but I had that next serving and things like that. Um, yeah, let's talk a little bit about the mindset around food and forgiveness and gratitude and some things like that. Just what comes to mind for you? Yeah. You know, foods, it's, it's very emotional. So, you know, uh, thinking about, you know, checking in with yourself, knowing, knowing what, where you are with food and how it may trigger you or comfort you or what we can really use food as comfort or reward or something, but maybe to connect with yourself and check in and ask yourself, well, um, how am I using this? Am I really struggling with food? Is there some, something I need to look at there that maybe I could talk to somebody about or, um, you know, it's hard because there's a lot of food addiction, a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff. It's tied up with a lot of emotions, I think, and people really struggle with it. And it's, it's, if you get really quiet and honest with yourself, um, maybe something to look at Mm. and work on. Have you worked on that with, with, um, any of your clients that you've, has that come up for you? I have. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, you have to tread lightly because people have their, you know, they're fixed things or they can get too fixed on this is what I eat for breakfast. This is what I have to eat for breakfast every day. Um, this is what, you know, I need to do. So, you know, are you thinking a lot of the time, some people are thinking way too much about food and their whole day is consumed with what am I going to eat? What's my next meal? So maybe it's, it's always good to kind of check in and like, where am I, where am I, where am I at with this today with anything with food or training or whatever, but how much am I thinking about it? And then maybe really just write that, write that down and see how much of it it takes up your world. And if you're not comfortable with how much time it's taking up, then maybe rearrange it. Mm. I think getting curious about that, that's super important. And actually seeing like, you know, I, I, when I get stressed, I know that I'm grabbing for the chips or when I, you know, that's the first thing I grab, but I'm also along this path have, have done just that, like be aware of it. Like, why am I grabbing this food? And maybe I have two or three and then it's like, wait a minute, do I really need, really need the whole bag of chips? Maybe I can just have a few. And I think that pause or interruption really is important to, to breaking that habit that you've created. Yeah, I do it. Like, um, I notice a time, like I put Finn down to bed and then it's like, okay. Um, I sit on the porch at night and I usually, I have a little snack. And then sometimes I ask myself, like, do I need that snack or am I full? Like even just asking yourself, are you full? But, but I get, I think that excitement of like, oh, I'm done with parenting for the day. I can sit down and now finally have some time to myself and relax. And I, just the other night I asked myself like, 
oh, am I really hungry? Um, and then I was like, no, just take the water to the porch and just sit down because I'm not hungry. I was like, okay, good. <laughs> I <laughs> don't, think don't, <laughs> don't do that. Right. I think, um, and I speak from my own experience that when you bring awareness to like, am I full right now? You know, and Ayurveda would say like, and yoga says, you know, eat to your 75% full because that mm-hmm. leaves enough room for water and space. You need space. Like you don't need to just jam it all up with food that, mm-hmm. um, I think that we've forgotten what a healthy full feels like. It, it feels it actually doesn't feel like anything, to be quite no. honest. No, which is a good point. Because I think people are overeating because the serving sizes are crazy. I mean, yeah. you get so much at a restaurant um, and that it's not even registering. Or you're not even conscious of it. Yeah, You're not yeah, conscious not even- of it. Yeah. Yeah. Not even aware. I, we, we had pasta last night. Right. And I think I had two bowls, you had one, and then there was a little bit left. Right. And I'm, and I'm in this decision of like, do I want to put it in a container to store in the fridge or should I just finish it now and get, get it over with, you know, I had a big workout today and there's get this, over with. Get this <laughs> negotiation inside. Like I don't want to dirty up another bowl and then like, all that story goes through it. So, you know, it, being onto it. I love that. The be, just be aware of it. And sometimes I do eat that extra amount. And last night I didn't. Um, so I got in the gap, um, and put that back in the fridge. But now that I've re- reminded myself of it, I know it's over right over there in the fridge and I'm probably going to have it after this podcast. I think we're going to be fighting for it because I am so hungry right now. <laughs> and I, we're, this whole podcast is about food. I just I had know. a little banana before we started. So my brain would have energy. Um, because, you know, the day is stacked. The day is stacked. And that's amazing. That's, I think that's a good problem to have as an entrepreneur. Um, but speaking of stacked days, you have stacked days and you just took on a full-time job, which, yeah. <laughs> which, which I'm assuming is, um, you know, making things really busy. So first tell us about the job because it's super cool and uh. really how it kind of, yeah, tell us about the job, and then I want to dive into kind of like how how maybe you worked the manifestation a little bit. Like, yeah. Oh, guys, it is. Yeah, it's magical. I am so grateful every day that I get to go in and play with food. So I'm working um, for this company called Dash. It's they make those mini waffle makers and a plenty of other appliances, but it's, I think on Instagram, it's like by dash, but they, um, were known for their mini waffle makers. So they, but they make a lot of appliances and I, um, they used to hire freelancers to test the recipes and then do food styling. And I had forgotten that I had applied for it <laughs> and they needed somebody, they wanted somebody in house to do both jobs. And that's me. So I do the food styling for, for packaging and photo shoots for any photos that live either online or on their packaging or on their websites. Um, and then 
do recipe development Mondays and Fridays. So I'm in the city three days doing styling. And yesterday we were doing a holiday shoot. So so it was all Christmas. So we're doing all month, we're doing holiday food, which is really exciting. But the best part is just making people happy with food, being creative. It's really filling up my cup. It is, it's overflowing my cup. It is magical. Do you it's feel like bright. it's like a dream? Like it's a kind of like a dream job for you? It, it is. It's, it's, uh, it is, it's great. I love it. I love it. I love, um, I love being there. I love being creative with others. I mean, and, and working with you guys. And last summer I was working with a group of RDs doing food content for them, but I was in by myself in the kitchen, doing the videos, doing the styling. And I just, it was so lonely just being by myself um, that this is just to work with others and, and to create is really magical. And such talented people. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you were kind of searching for a little while for something, um, Mm -hmm. for something that would be full time um, and uh, in your field, but not really sure of, of what it was. So how did you keep, how did you kind of keep the, um, the motivation or the inspiration uh, to, to really find something that suited you? How did you keep that alive? Like, were you discouraged at all throughout that time? I was, it was, it was hard. It, um, I would look every day I had my resume out there on, you know, all the, all the sites and, and then I would, you know, as you, as they say, it's your connections that get you jobs. So just connecting to anyone in the world that could help. Um, and I just kept consistent with that. And then, like I said, I was, I was walking and I got the email in and I just almost some of, I had some interviews, but it never, it never really worked out. And then it was almost like, Oh God, here we go. This isn't going to work out, but it did. <laughs> and I almost was like laughing. So I was, I was like, Oh wow, this is, but what I was doing was that there was, we should link it in the show notes too. I was doing this really cool meditation, guided meditation and it went through like your dream job, your dream house, your dream whatever. And the job piece of it really um, spoke to me. And I, I, maybe I was doing that every day. And it's funny now because watch what you, be careful what you ask for. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, please share that. And we'll That's put it one. Yeah. Yeah. We'll put it in the, in the show notes and you're aligning yourself. You're aligning yourself with what you want. And the possibilities are, are limitless, you know? And so to think like, if somebody said to you a year ago, like you're going to have this job where you're like recipe developing and food styling, and you get to be in the city three days a week, like super adulting kind of thing where you're working with professional, you would have been like, what? Like, (laughs) where's that job going to come from? And it just comes in a moment. 
but you have to keep doing, you have to do the work. And so, yeah, you have to do like the resumes and tap into your contacts and things like that. But that meditation is incredibly Mm -hmm. important. The envisioning, because you're aligning yourself, you're tuning yourself to that dream. And, and I think those things help you get clear on what it is that you want. And they also, I think, help you be in that limitless possibility and not in that intellect that says, well, this is never going to happen because who gets a job like that? And it's probably going to be, you know, part-time at best. Yeah. And, and just, I think the meditation truly helped because it, it, and the other jobs that weren't working out that, you know, like this doesn't feel right and that didn't feel right, or they couldn't hire me full time. It all makes sense now. Um, and, and then sending gratitude to all of those people that I get to be with all day. And then that just comes back to me. So it's just such a, they, they said they've been looking for so for a long time to marry those two roles and now it's magic it's really and I'm so grateful and it's so nice to see people appreciate what you're doing and and back and saying back it's nice yeah yeah um I think I'm thinking again to Steve Jobs quote about connecting the dots you know you, you can only connect them looking back. You can't connect them looking forward. So a lot of the things that happen to us in this moment, we just don't understand or, or know why they're happening. Although the intellect is trying to figure, I just need to know why I'm not finding that job or why there isn't any evidence uh, of some interest in my resume. You just got to tr- continue to trust and believe. And then you look back, which you probably can ha- look back now and you look at all these things that didn't work out and you're connecting the dots like, okay, well this happened and this happened mm-hmm. and COVID happened. And so that strengthened my desire to be with people more versus isolation. And so all this just plans out so perfectly. If we just sort of like jump back, back up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the allowing, the allowing space, you know, the, you forgot that you had applied and that put you into a space to allow. Because if you're just like, oh, that resume I put into dash, 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 dash. Now you're just like, you're obsessing about it. But it was a beautiful gift that you forgot about it because that allowed things to organize on your behalf. And they must have felt the same thing too when they were like, oh my gosh, you guys, here she is. This is the person we've been looking for. And and it's so funny because it's like, uh, yeah, like, talking to the person the first day she was she was kind of rushing me on because she was leaving she was leaving my old boss was leaving to live in Hawaii to live her dream which is so beautiful so she almost like was like uh when can you start quick 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 but now I understand because she was ready to exit herself um but she said you know I had to come in for a cooking interview which so in the test kitchen cooking and she said, you're so calm in the kitchen. And I was just like, I felt, I feel always feel calm in the kitchen and so comfortable. And at one point you know, I'm in the city and I just see sky rise like out the window in the, from the test kitchen. And I'm like, I think, I think I'm going to get this. I think I'm going to be here for a bit. And I just thought of that meditation and I was like, yep, they're going to offer me this. And this is so easy. And I, I mean, it's not easy every day, but it's it's so fun. 
<laughs> so fun. You get you get to do what you love and you get to get paid for it. And I think that that's so important mm-hmm. um, to find what you love. You know, yeah. it doesn't have to be, and I want to stress this too, like it doesn't have to be your career. It could just be your hobby and perhaps your career allows you um, the funds to do what you love. Like it, it's mm-hmm. it's different for everyone, but it is incredibly important to get very clear yeah. on what you love. And I think, um, how would you direct someone to like somebody says, I don't know what I love. How would you, where would you tell them to look first? Well, I always say there's some thread back to when you were young that you enjoyed doing. So look back on your youth and something that you just enjoyed doing as a young child. Um, think about that. And and then maybe you've dropped that now as an adult, because often we do drop things that we used to love doing as a child. But maybe there's something there that you can pull on that you can bring back into your life that just brought you joy as a child. And cooking was always that for me. I love to be in the kitchen. I love to experiment. And thank God I had a, a mom who just let me have fun in there. And just make a mess and make mistakes and clean them up and just play. That's beautiful. I love that. Um, And I want to get back to some questions on food, but before we do that, so you're going into the city, um, you're busy, busy, busy. You've already talked about the, the, you're taking time on the train now to listen to meditations, which is like so wonderful. But what else are you considering in your life for like self-care? What are those tidbits in life that help you continue to nurture that love for self? It's a great question. I I think lately, you know, one guided meditation on YouTube will lead you to the next and will lead you to some good thing, anything you should be finding at that right moment. um, A lot of the work I'm doing now is really truly learning to love myself and care for myself first. Um, I think just self-love and, and, and that ties in right into all the stuff we've been talking about with, you know, what, what am I eating? What nourishing foods am I putting in my body? How am I loving myself and caring for myself enough to stop what I'm doing is exercise and care for my body. Um, connect with friends, to work on my mental health, um, prepare nourishing things, even if it's very just simple, packing packing an apple for work, nourishing myself with things and, and loving myself enough to do that. Um, I think that's what I'm working on now mm. and continue to work on, which I don't, I don't think I really, I think I did, but I was, I think I was so busy when Finn first arrived that I kind of put him first. Now, now I'm putting myself back. Yeah. And I think there's a time, I think there's a time for that. You know, you're talking about a child. How old was Finn when he came into he your was, life? He was almost three. So oh, Busy, busy boy. Poor guy. Yeah. He didn't speak English. Um, I was an older mom. We just get handed, you, you know, as when we adopted him from the Philippines for anyone who doesn't know. So we were just handed a toddler uh, who 
you know, didn't speak English and we brought him here. He didn't know any, you know, brand new life. Now he's happy American, but, um, yeah. So he, uh, yeah. And then, you know, your life changes in a, on a dime. So your focus is being a parent and now he's, he'll be nine in October. So now we're, we're better. And I think the separation of this job and not being, uh, you know, with him more of the day, I think it's healthy for both of us. I think it's been a good transition. He's become more independent and I'm really enjoying just being Linda and not being Finn's mom. I mean, 24 <laughs> seven. <laughs> I'm Linda. I'm, I'm actually Linda. I forget. <laughs> <laughs> what um so are you are we working with are you working with um or you have worked with athletes before right in yeah. in, in your gym well and and athletes yeah and, and our working. athletes too yeah um well i was just thinking about the the dynamic of the actual sport yeah um, you know the, the prolonged endurance of it so you know i'm working with an athlete who's mostly cross you know in crossfit so they're fueling is a little bit different than what you're going to do. If you go out for a Saturday ride and you're, you're going to go for six or seven hours at a time. Um, what are things that, uh, you know, we bump up against, you know, what would you take in, you know, to, to make that's convenient before you head out for that ride. But also like, what if you're ready to slam it down in the gym and you've got, you've got a 45 minute workout that's high intensity and there's a different, there's a different need there. So, um, can you share any insight in on that? Yeah, great question. So, you know, I think it starts before you slam that workout. So what are you doing before you leave for the workout? What's your hydration look like? What's your water look like? What's, what's even the dinner the night before look like, uh, if it's in the morning, um, or midday afternoon, if what's your breakfast look like to prepare for all that work that you're about to do and everybody's different. So what one works for one person may not work for another. Um, so maybe log journal, what, what you do, how you felt, Ooh, this didn't work out or I was doing the workout and something was rumbling or I shouldn't have had that bowl of oatmeal before I should have just had some fruit. Um, so maybe log it down um, would be helpful to kind of say, oh, this felt, made me feel great. I had a ton of energy. This made me feel really sluggish and kind of too full to do the workout. So I would say really it's so individual what works for people. Um, and again, think about it and focus on checking in with yourself and saying, oh, this really worked. I loved that I had, you know, the right stuff, the right stuff and some fruit before my workout and a couple of bottles of whatever. Um, that was perfect. That was the perfect blend. And then after the workout, you know, have, have something really recovery related. So whether it's, um, you know, your protein oatmeal or your protein shake or, a big bowl of greens with lots of different vegetables and, and beans and nuts and seeds 
and a good yummy dressing. So you're replenishing your body after a workout with, again, healthy fruits and vegetables. And your body knows what to do with that. It's just like, again, don't overcomplicate it. Mm. Keep it simple. Yeah, we, we cycle through the, ourselves, I'll speak for you and me, like we cycle through the same food types during the week. You know, there's there's a five to 10 sort of a recipe pattern that we work with. But then when we get, you know, ready for those big sessions on the weekend, it's pretty typical what we have Friday night and what we have Sunday, uh, Saturday morning and Sunday morning and what we have for recovery. And we've been doing that for years. Like, I, I mean, <laughs> for a long, long time. And we rarely have any... Uh, distress or bonks or uh, mental fatigue. I think it's, it's mostly like we've got it dialed in and it's about fine tuning it. You know, where can we just sort of prepare a little bit better, add a little bit more here or there. And um, yeah. And I don't, I I think it'd be really simple. I don't think it has to be overly complicated. No, no, I would say take all that stress off your plate (laughs) and really off your, off your mind. Um, and just keep it simple, you know, stock your pantry with some easy things that you can have on hand or your freezer or, um, so you can make something healthy for yourself. That's nutritious and easy and your body will love you for it. Mm. What's a common question that you've received from athletes? Maybe we've already covered it. Um, you know, I get a lot of, you know, well, I'm going out to eat. <laughs> I have, I'm going to this uh, restaurant and I know that there's not much for me. So what am I going to do? And, you know, I'm always... Again, it's like, all right, your expectations are maybe it's a not you know a non-vegan restaurant, and it's not going to be like that A plus meal or those Yogi Trapley pancakes that we make that are so awesome. Um, but you know, you can have a subpar meal with friends or at a restaurant, and just be okay with that because you know the week. If you look at the overall week. You have a few meals that are, you know, maybe just not great, but look at the whole range of the week and say, well, most of my meals were, were good, but you're going to hit, you know, a a five out of 10 sometimes (laughs) and that's okay. You know, just be okay with, with where you are and enjoy, I would say the non-food, find your non-food joy if you're dining out with family and you know, there's not many options for you, you know, just enjoy being with the company that you're with. And that's the moment. That's the present moment that you have to focus on. So maybe the salad that this place made you is not great. That's okay. Cause you know, you're going to have the Yogi Trathley pancakes the next morning um, or something from our cookbook, but just to enjoy the experience. Um, and again, it's not about that food or that restaurant. It's more about the company and go with the flow. Yeah. yeah. Shift the mindset. I was recently home on Cape Cod with my family and I went to a restaurant that, um, 
It's like baked stuff, lobster, baked <laughs> stuff, shrimp, fried scrod, cod. Like it was absolutely, it was just one of those, you know what I'm talking about. Cape Cod, like, I know, New England. It's Cape Cod, England. it's like on the water, on the harbor with all the yachts. And, you know, it's just the whole place smells like a Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just like martinis and manhattans and cherries Summer. and yeah. yeah like you look at the menu and the menu's like kind of dirty and it's got tartar sauce smudged on it from you know months ago and I'm like okay here we are um and I asked for what I wanted I just asked the waitress I said because there's just nothing on the menu and there was no sides menu because I thought well I'll just get the sides menu like they're gonna have they're going to have broccoli and, yeah, they're going to have a baked potato. They're definitely going to have a baked potato. They did not have a baked potato. They did not have a sides menu. So I just asked the waitress uh, or the server, I should say, I guess. Um, I asked the server, I said, you know, um, is there any way I could just have rice with like a bunch of vegetables on top? And she kind of looked at me like, huh? And I said, um, just something without dairy or seafood or meat. And she was like, huh? Like she really wasn't grasping. And I, she said, oh, so vegetarian, so butter. And I said, no, just, um, if I could just have rice with like vegetables, I said, just, she said, I'll ask the chef. And I said, whatever he wants to do, like whatever he wants to do. And I said, and just please let the chef know I'm, I'm really grateful because this place was mm-hmm. like a factory of, you know, uh-huh. you know, filet and tail. So, um, anyway, out comes this gorgeous, it was in the talk about serving size. It was ridiculous. My dad ate it for like two days afterwards. Wow. This, ridiculously large, but it was beautiful, huge risotto because they make their risotto with vegetable stock. And then he just didn't pour all the Parmesan cheese on top. So I had risotto, which was so yummy, and then just topped with every vegetable in the house. Um, Yeah, it. it it was wonderful. I couldn't believe it. Because I've been to this restaurant before and I've ordered the spinach salad with the glazed walnuts and the strawberries, which is just like it's not a vegan salad, you know? And, um, so ask for what you want and just have that conversation and be patient because not everybody understands what vegan means and be kind and be open. And, uh, and I just thought, you know, I can, I had a snack before and I'll be fine if I eat when I go home. Like I'm just, I'll have a cup, couple pieces of bread. Um, and just surrendering to that experience and then was presented with a really beautiful, um, way oversized meal, but it was, it was a lovely experience. I couldn't believe it. Actually, I was shocked. That's so beautiful. Yeah. What a happy surprise. It was a happy (laughs) surprise. Um, all right. Tell us what do you got growing in your garden? Oh, well, we planted a little garden this year. Um, just a small one. So we did, um, uh, parsley, basil. I have a ton of basil. You love basil. I do love basil. I love it. It's so, it just pops everything. Um, so parsley, basil, kale, uh, butter, Boston, like butter, lettuce. Oh, yeah. oh that's like the best. And then some peppers and, um, uh, that's it really just a small, I really, you know, it's, it was good for Finn. Finn loves, loves planting and, uh, it was really good. It's nice when I do my smoothies, 
I can just walk right out, grab the greens, and I just like, I'm so grateful for them. I touch them, I look at them, and then to wash them and then throw them in, know that I just picked it. It's just magic. Yeah. It's, uh, there's something about that. So that's worth all that effort to have, even if you don't have a place to garden, maybe just some pots um, of herbs are good because they really make a dish shine if you can put fresh herbs on something. So that's good. You're, you're making a, you're, you're, you're proposed or um, you're served up uh, a, a superstar coming to your house and you need to make this amazing, uh, delicious <laughs> meal pie in the sky. Let's say Tom Cruise is coming to your house. Okay. Oh, wow. That would be fun. You, <laughs> Tom Cruise. <laughs> sure. And you got to make sure. this, you got to make your, your 10 out of 10 meal. What are you going to serve Ooh, up? For, that's a for, good question. For, for Maverick. For Maverick. Wow. Top gun. Um, well, that's a good guy's meal. So that's definitely like a big homemade vegan burger, maybe with like mushrooms and black beans and beets. So like a good hearty burger that is so good, packed with vegetables, maybe a little heat, um, homemade fries, right? So with fresh rosemary, a little olive oil, sea salt and pepper, garlic, um, some homemade like fries. Corn on the cob can be a little messy, so maybe we'll do like a fun corn salad. Um, so we can, you know, if I'm talking to Tom Cruise, I don't have corn on the cob mouth. <laughs> um, fresh tomatoes just cut with some some really nice like Malden salt on a beautiful platter with some more basil chopped on top. Um, and a homemade like pie or cobbler for dessert, mm. something with peaches. I don't know. I love it. Wow, that sounds pretty. pretty <laughs> you have um, we're just like we're just ringing you out for all the recipes today. <laughs> do you have um that burger you just described? Do you have that uh, as a recipe? I think I do somewhere. Yeah, it's a good one. I haven't made it in a while, and I was thinking of, like, here I am saying, um, simple, keep it simple. But I've been craving burgers. I've been craving burgers lately, and I'm like, oh, I need to make that burger. It's a little involved, but, yeah, I think I need to add it to the show notes because I think I wrote it down at some point, but... All right. We'll see if you can find it. it. If you can find it. All right, listeners, if she can find it, we're going to post it. (laughs) Um, And you can, uh, even though it's involved, you can make a ton of them, right? And then you can freeze them. That's what's nice. Yeah. You do work, work one day, cook for many days. So like cook once, eat a lot of times. So that's the beauty of that. Cause it'll make a lot of burgers. You could do mini sliders or meatballs with it or, um, whatever you want, but it's really, and they freeze well. So you could freeze them and pop one out as needed. What keeps it all together? Like it's always something I bump up against with burgers. Like what, what keeps it well, together? Well, usually I'll do a flax egg in there to keep it together or I'll just mash like the um, beans with maybe some mustard or little vegan mayo or something to kind of bind it together. So it right. helps, helps the cause. Um, 
We've got some questions for you to finish this out, but I was just doing a little bit of research yesterday about nutrition trends. And as a mom of a young boy who is going, you know, has a long life ahead of him in this world, I was uh, finding that the top trend right now for Gen Z for nutrition, which was also 2022 is now 2023, is this climate-friendly, sustainable nutrition, which we know is a plant-based diet. And, you know, these Gen Z are like the early 20s that are, you know, paving the way really for what Finn will experience in his life. And so how does that make you feel that we've got this trend going towards this sustainable, climate-friendly way of living? Oh, so grateful. So blessed. It's so beautiful. I, I think, you know, that generation is, is so aware and thoughtful about how their food is grown, how it's affecting the environment, uh, how, you know, thinking outside the box, how can you grow food, uh, without soil or without, you know, how can we, how can we find some new ideas and how can we help the planet and help ourselves at the same time? So that's exciting. It's so exciting. And, and I'm around a lot of those people in the city at work and it's refreshing to see, uh, see how, you know, they, they go to the, they go to beautiful restaurants that are, you know, maybe plant, maybe not plant-based, but plant forward and maybe a farm to table or they list what farms the, the vegetables are sourced from. And that's nice. It's nice to, again, be aware of not only, you know, what you're eating, but where it came from and who grew it and, it gives me hope. Um, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, and we should mention, we've been talking about you going into the city, that we're actually talking about New York City. Yes. Um, we, we're just assuming that people know. Um, oh, yeah, but New York City. All right, so you want to throw down some of these, quest- right. these well, questions, How about we alternate? BJ? We'll go back okay. and forth. Okay, I like it. Okay, <laughs> all right, ready? Ready. All-time favorite appetizer. Tomato tarts, like a little tomato puff pastry with tomato and basil. Mm, yummy. Three foods you cannot live without. Potatoes. <laughs> Potatoes are first. Probably avocado. And is, does water count as food now? Um, maybe lemons. Mm. I thought basil would be in there. I know. I know. Basil's been a lot of airtime. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) The meal you can eat every single day. Oh, my smoothie. Like, that's my default meal is the smoothie. It's quick. It's fast. I usually have everything. What goes in it? Oh, well, greens, ton of greens. And if I... I usually will freeze the greens so there's, it's not rotting in the in the bin. Um, or if I'm not, I don't have a garden. So there's frozen greens, frozen berries, um, some vegan protein powder sometimes, or peanut butter. 
flax seeds or chia seeds and bananas. Um, that's it. Yeah. Mm, so easy. So good. What do we all need in our kitchen? Like what tool do we all need in our kitchen? You just need, you need a good chef knife to get the job done and and a paring knife. What brand do you like? What do you have? Nothing fancy. I don't have, I don't even remember what brand that chef knife is from. Um, Nothing. Yeah. Any, any good chef knife would do if you want to treat yourself to, but they're, they're affordable. And then the paring knife, I got, um, those little ones they used to sell them at Williams Sonoma. I think Sonoma, I think they sell them anywhere now on Amazon. They have a little cover, they're colored. And I usually have a set of those. Um, and they will, they're good. They kind of chop up, you know, your peppers or you need something a little serrated. I think we've so. got, I think that's our bread knife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's our, but we have a bread knife like that. Yeah. What are you waiting on to be veganized? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, I, I'm stumped. I don't know. There's, there's everything is vegan. <laughs> <laughs> they just came out with Reese's peanut butter cups, vegan. Oh, we yeah. Haven't, we haven't seen them yet here on the West Coast, but that's, that's what BJ's waiting for. I'm waiting yeah. For that. I, you know what? I feel like I'm so, the things that I'm eating, they're, you know, most of them are vegan or I can find a vegan version of it. So, but yeah, I did see that. <laughs> I guess more, more places like, you know, local, we're in New Jersey, like going to the ice cream shop. I want a vegan option. That's not sorbet. Like I want, if I'm going to have, you know, I think there, there are a lot of places that are so good at having vegan ice cream, but I would say the main, like your main street dairy ice cream place, like give me some more vegan options. Yeah. Or just like a fully vegan ice cream shop. Yes. Yeah. Because I, it's, I don't know if, if you get this, but I can smell the, the dairy and I just, I have a little bit of a reaction to it these days, which, you know, it's, it's my choice if I want to go in there or not. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it comes with a little bit of a stench and so a nice vegan ice cream shop would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I would really love. Um, all right. What are you, what are you super jazzed about right now? I'm super jazzed um, about the job, of course. Um, I'm I'm gonna redo my kitchen. I'm I'm gonna take down. Um, we were gonna redo the kitchen, and I wasn't sure, you know, if you want to commit to like a big remodel or anything. So, but I had. So I, I was thinking about it and I was in the kitchen. I'm looking at these cabinets and I think I'm just going to take down a whole set of cabinets and do some open shelving, get rid of a lot of stuff and clean it out. My kitchen's in the middle of the house, so it's in a darker spot. So we opened up a doorway, a wall, and it really let a lot of light in. So I just thought of it. So I'm kind of thinking about what I want to do in that space and just... I'm always cleaning out, so that always feels good of just kind of getting rid of the clutter. But that's the new project on the horizon, making making where I'm cooking 
um, really peaceful and, and happy. Mm, love that. What's the last thing you ate? A smoothie. <laughs> 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 I just had it. It's delicious. <laughs> I could eat them every day. I do eat them every day. Uh, I know. At PJ, least once, I was, if not twice. I was thinking of your smoothie bowls you made for us, and it just makes you happy. It's so magical. Beautiful Melissa, combination. Melissa was just out here, one of our coaches, and she was like, "Can you make me a smoothie bowl?" I was like, "Yeah, let's, do, were, a, let's do a run first, and then we can come back." And oh my gosh, they were so cute, sitting at the counter Aww. eating their smoothie bowls with their big bowl of granola, dipping it in Yogi Traffic granola. The gran- Yogi Traffic yeah. granola, of course. Oh my god, yes. so cute. All right, Linda, we love you. You're awesome. I love you guys. Thank you so much for having me on. It's always great to chat with you. It feels like we're just sitting around having a good time. Just sitting around having a good time. I love it. How can people people connect with you? What's the best Uh, one besides um, our website? (laughs) Well, website, absolutely. I'm on Instagram, Linda Lang. Um, I have a website called lindacooks.com. And just reach out, reach out. I'd love to hear from all of you and enjoy the rest of summer and all that's, uh, all the beauty that's around us. It's a great time mm-hmm. of year. Thank you. And thank you for sharing the recipes. And then also I'll put a link in the show notes to the plant-based nutrition page, because we've got a free video up there that you did about a grocery haul, which is mm-hmm. super helpful. And then there's also cooking classes that you did last year um, that are available as well. So people can check those out. Um, but yeah, that's a wrap, Linda. Thank you thank so you. much. That was fun. Was so See fun. you soon. Bye.